0: Hey there, everyone. I'm Sherry Dixon, and this is Strong Inside and Out, the show where we focus on all of the strategies and tips that will empower you to design your best life living strong inside and out. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Strong Inside and Out. Before we get started with this week's podcast, I want to share this newest project that I'm working on because I'm just so excited about it. So when I decided to become a life coach, I decided that I wanted to be the person that I needed when I was trying to make big pivots in my life. You know, we all go through things over the years and I've lived a while. I'll be 52 next month. And I had some challenges in life one of the challenges was just learning how to go from being insecure and intimidated in the public realm as i was transitioning into my teaching profession as i was becoming a mom of a child that was so outgoing and involved in so many different things and just as i was trying to form adult friendships once i moved out of my small town and into the big city I also know that as I was transitioning into, in my career into leadership positions, I needed people by my side. I needed people to help me navigate how to start finding a master's program. I needed people to be able to help me learn how to move from being that colleague on campuses to being the supervisor or the leader of the campus. I also know that one of my biggest pivots in life was when I needed to learn how to navigate life as a single person after a very messy divorce. And when that marriage lasted 20 years, that was a big shift for me. Well, here's the thing. I know that life coaching, mentoring, all of those things were pretty new back in those days, but I couldn't afford it. I was one of those people, especially in the 90s and early 2000s, as I was building my career, that I was the sole breadwinner in the partnership that I was in, and we still had a daughter we had to take care of. I also know that as I became a single woman from a divorce, even though I was financially set to be able to continue my lifestyle, it caused me to not have a whole lot of extra money To be able to just go do what and pay for whatever I wanted. I would have loved somebody that would have been able to come in and say, look, here's my high ticket item, but I want to provide you with some support in a different kind of way because any kind of support would have been amazing. That's been on my mind quite a bit as I started this business about a year ago. I remember even telling, a business coach, who I did not hire, that that was my whole goal, that I wanted to provide services and supports for women who were like me that maybe couldn't afford these high-ticket items. And that business coach said to me, well, we're not in this to be giving out charity. I was appalled by that, and I was not going to continue to work with that coach. So, As I've been processing through things and getting ready to become a life coach full time, I really, really wanted to figure out a way to make that happen. It really has been a priority for me. And over the last couple of months, I've been doing some research and and doing some planning and figuring out some different things. And I am super excited to announce that today, as I'm recording this on Sunday, April 23rd, I officially launched my first membership. The membership called the Empowered Women's Society is actually such an amazing deal that anyone can jump on board. I am offering this membership for founding members, that means through the month of May, for just nine dollars per month. Of course, as with all good things, I will have to increase the price starting June 1st, but even then, it's only going to increase to $15 per month. Now, let's just think this through. $9 per month. I went to Starbucks not too long ago. As a matter of fact, I didn't go. I ordered it online and sent to one of my office ladies. They picked it up for me. I paid with my app and... I spent almost $9. So for the price of a good cup of coffee, and I know if you're not a coffee drinker, if you go through those fast food drive throughs you don't get out of there for less than $9 very often. You could be getting some valuable information. So let's talk about this membership. The Empowered Women's Society will provide you with content, coaching, and community. A piece of content with application strategies from me, starting at the first of every month, a group coaching session with me the third week of each month, and a Facebook community so that you can network with other people in the community, in the program, and it's private so you can feel comfortable if you're asking questions or if you want to get a little vulnerable. Each month for a year, I will provide you with information that's going to help you go from intimidated, insecure, and lost to someone who is confident, self-aware, and empowered to live a life they want to live. Now, are we going to fix all situations for $9 a month? Absolutely not. But the way I scheduled everything, each month builds to the next and it provides you with a great opportunity for a very low cost to be able to get a little bit of support and a little bit of mentoring to get you on a path of success. Now, you're probably sitting there thinking, okay, but what if I want more? Well, if you want more, I have a deal for you. If you buy the whole year, and again, as a founding member, member, the first year is $108. If you buy the full year, you get access to all my other services and programs for 50% off. So now my high ticket program becomes doable. I'm going to put the link to all of this information in the show notes. I will continue to take questions about this, so reach out to me on Facebook, um, leave me a message here, and let's get connected to see if you might be a great fit for this program. All right, let's get started with this week's episode. We have this saying in the education world, is it the skill or is it the will? What does that mean? I can teach you to teach any skill you need any instructional strategy, but you have to be willing to do it, willing to care to make a difference in your teaching and for your students. Basically, you have to be motivated to put in the time to learn and the effort to implement to get a better result. This week, I've been thinking about motivation, more so being motivated when things are not going your way. We all know that life is hard and everyone will experience their fair share of good days and challenging days. Some days for me, I feel like things just fall into place without me having to put in a whole lot of effort. And then there are those days that I feel I am racking my brain each second of the day to figure out what to do next. And let me tell you, that can be exhausting. That is when I know I need my inner motivation to kick in and keep me working toward the solution and not giving up or giving in. Here's what I notice about myself. A few things give me a burst of momentum when working on challenging situations and helps me build motivation. I know when I'm excited about a new opportunity or project, I feel that burst of adrenaline that makes me want to get started and get moving toward the end result. I also know that as I am working on something, when I see things start to work, staying focused on the wins, I tend to stay focused and motivated to get to the next step. I also know that I like to problem solve and when something clicks during the process, it makes me feel like I am succeeding and motivated to keep going. As I said, teaching can be a challenge. And keeping students motivated is one of the biggest obstacles. I always found when I was a classroom teacher, when a student felt a little piece of success, they would tend to try harder and keep working toward finishing whatever they were working on without quitting or giving up. I also know that kids need a cheerleader along their side. They need someone to encourage them, push them in a way that doesn't overwhelm them, and someone who is even more excited about their success than they are. Adults are a lot the same. Who wouldn't want these supports when working on something hard? For some, intrinsic motivation comes naturally, but for so many others, it's that extrinsic motivation that those around them need to provide to validate their effort and keep them motivated to succeed. Of course, as adults, especially those of us working on our own self improvement, we may not have those supports by our side. So then we encounter the question how do we motivate ourselves to keep going, stay motivated to accomplish our goals in life when no one is cheering us on? Let's think about this for a moment. Having an action plan when working on something is very helpful. It keeps us on track and outlines the steps we need to take to successfully complete the task at hand. I always include milestones built into my plans for celebrations, and I include what I will celebrate. For example, as I train each year for the half marathon, I have my plan for weekly runs, meals, and sleep schedule. Each week, if I complete the miles, I allow myself an extra treat. When I do my first five-mile run without an excess of walk breaks, I get myself a new piece of running clothing. Little things add up, and I know I sure do get excited all by myself when I hit those milestones. I have recently started a new project, and I found that momentum really does make a difference. I launched a membership at 2 o'clock one afternoon, and by 4, I had two members. Not a huge number, but more than I expected that quickly. Just the notification email made me excited and caused me to message my daughter to share that success. Of course, with a smile on my face. Knowing that you are getting one step closer, even a small step, made me know that what I am doing, although hard, is doable. And that made my own motivation soar. Of course, if someone provides me with feedback in regard to what I'm working on, that really increases my motivation. But in the event that doesn't happen, I reflect on my own work and dig into that work. See what worked? What did I learn from the experience? And what should I adjust to make it stay on track? This can be a bit harder to keep your motivation up, especially if you've never done it before. But once you do this a few times, it becomes more natural It really helps in staying on track when projects can be challenging. For example, I sit down and I reflect on things I worked on for the week. I put in one column because I am a two-column kind of girl. One column is everything that went well. One column are things that I need to work on. I don't stay so focused during this activity on those things that I need to work on because that's for a different session. What I do tend to do, especially to keep my motivation high, is look at the wins. And I do also use a little bit of self-talk. It goes kind of like this. Oh my God, girl, look what you did this week. See this one right here? You You would not have done that before because you wouldn't have had the skill or the confidence to show up and do that. Look at you. Look how good you're doing. That's just one example. I do a lot of visioning and self talk with myself, which, you know, I'm being pretty vulnerable right now and sharing that with you. But when you don't have those outside reinforcers, those people giving you positive feedback along the way, somebody's got to do it, right? And I believe there's nothing wrong with being your own cheerleader in life. Now, here's the thing about motivation. It really is a huge factor in the success of anyone. I have been learning from so many of the greatest business owners, life coaches, business coaches, people out there who have been through the process that I'm going through, but also people who are out there that are trying to just improve themselves. They may be working on getting the next promotion at their job. They may be working on being more confident when they speak publicly, whatever it is. I always hear this information. So many people quit or give up right before they're about to have a breakthrough. Now, let me tell you, I understand that phrase for sure. I remember trying to become a school administrator and I applied for every assistant principal job that there was. And I'm going to tell you, I was interviewed for almost every single one of them. And the feedback I would always get would be, you did amazing. You're just not the person we're looking for yet. Now I got that assistant principal job I stayed in the assistant principal position for a very short time, a year and a half, and became an amazing principal, I think, in my own right. But I was about to give up. I was about to be like, okay, I guess I'll just stay a coach, an instructional coach for a while. I guess I'll just do this. But I didn't. Because I found that internal motivation to say, you know what? I might not be the fit for them, but I'm going to be the fit for someone. I've been working on this business, a girl and her dog, coaching and consulting for almost a year. And I've made a little bit of money, but I haven't made a million dollars yet. And somehow, I think somewhere deep back in my mind, I thought, ooh, I'm going to be one of those I'm going to be that superstar that just shines and I'm going to be at a million dollars within a year or two. Reality hit. And there are days where I have thought, okay, maybe I should go with my backup plan because I have one. But then I stop and I think about why I started this to begin with. And I remember that phrase, most people give up right before they have a breakthrough. I don't want to be most people. I want to be that person that made it. And I think this goes for anything. Like I said, weight loss, promotions, just being a better human, all of those things. That change is hard. But the skill is only about 20% of it. The knowledge is only about 20% of it. 80% of anyone's change is about the motivation. I truly do believe that. Finding ways to get on a path to giving you your own intrinsic motivation will surely help you on your own journey. And I really do think that once you can do that, And then those little nuggets of extrinsic motivation come along. It's really just like an added bonus. So I hope that you can take time this week and just think about your own internal motivation. What do you do when times get hard? What little things do you celebrate? In what ways do you find that you can still go, okay, it's all right. That's a setback. I got this. Because if you're someone like me along this path, also, people are looking at you. You're probably some kind of role model to someone. And giving an example of what it takes to do that, because this is hard. And I see so many more people in the world struggle with this than I think so many other things. All right, y'all, those are my thoughts for this week. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I will see you back soon for another great episode of Strong Inside and Out. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Strong Inside and Out. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe and don't forget, leave us a great review. Of course, if you know someone who would love this podcast, let them know. And as always, follow me at www.findagirlandherdog.com. Until next time.